This is the Red White theme song. I can't do it. Uh, I tried. I'm I'm no singer. A you, for effort. You give it a go. I, I dare you to do better. This is a Red White theme song. You didn't have to show off. <laughs> You asked me to give it a good effort. You know, it doesn't help that you've actually trained your voice. I... As I said, you got the A for effort. Okay, and I... You Speaking get, you of get, the A... You get just the A. Anyways. We got some <laughs> grades to give out. Okay, well, we'll get to that. Welcome, fellow nerds, to another episode of The Rit Rit, the official podcast of The Rit Wit Witties. So ignore all those other countless other podcasts claiming to sponsor it, because this one's the real deal. Got that right. I mean, there's... They think... They think they're so great. They, like, they're sponsoring the Witties. Like, oh, we're a great podcast. We're sponsoring the Witties. This is so great. Hey, look. It's look, a bunch of bull hockey. Look at we all the, know what we're doing. Look Come at on. all the limos coming up. Oh, look. Here comes... Rolling down the red here comes, carpet. Here comes Civil War, the movie itself, who's become a person and is walking down the red carpet. Either and that. his arms is Deadpool. <laughs> I hear that or thinking about, like, the DVD case bouncing along. The DVD the case got really big. <laughs> Got arms and legs, and then started waddling down. Oh, it's wearing a nice bow tie. How nice. All right, well, if you haven't figured it out, listeners, we're doing our very first annual Witty Awards, or as we'll refer to them for the rest of the show, the Witties. The Rit Wit Witties. The Rit Wit Witties. Try saying that seven times fast and see where you get. Rit Witties, Rit Rit Witties, Rit Rit Witties, Rit Rit Witties, Rit Rit Okay, I think I made it four. I think you got to about four. But anyway, before we get into the Witties, we've got to do our usual segments. So we start with a question... What will we rip off from this week? Because as we know, everything is a rip off of something else. Exactly. So, what have we watched or read this week? Now, here's the thing. My uh, my thing, it's been a long time since I've actually started it, but so I thought I'd cheat a little bit. Overwatch, the game. I played it since pretty much it came out last late May. And because I'm a man who's addicted to to fix one video game and sticks with it for until I find another game to get stick with. <laughs> I was about to say, approximately 30 minutes, but... <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, I used to play League of Legends every day. All right, nothing but enough. League of Legends. Then I used and to then play it was Smite. <laughs> then sometimes i throw a Roller Coaster Tycoon in there. So if you sort... couldn't tell, his favorite genres of games are related to MOBAs or RT or real uh, business strategy games. There we go, not real-time yeah. strategy oh, I do like I, I do like some real-time strategy games, like StarCraft 2, but anyway. The, the lone survivor. No. The, the, lone, the lone person who has managed to fight off the MOBA crowd. And the lone ranger. Well, I mean, some of the characters well, come in, too, so that doesn't help. I mean, help. Rainer, Jim thanks, Rainer's kind of a cowboy. Thanks, Blizzard, for throwing out a MOBA of their own, you know. Yeah, well, well, not counting Heroes of the Storm, which is probably the other thing. That actually is a MOBA that Blizzard did. All right, fine. I love that one, too. But Overwatch... The reason why I picked it is even though I probably enjoy Heroes of the Storm a little bit more in terms of a game, I really like the tone of Overwatch in terms of like the kind of feel it goes for, and I really like the technology it creates. It's sort of a similar thing. Like I might actually rip off this one. <laughs> like, because in, it's, uh, in other words, he's essentially a Blizzard fanboy to the point where if he moved to South Korea, he would probably fit in just easily. No, those people would destroy me. <laughs> <laughs> I have to play with us unskilled Americans <laughs> in order to stand a chance. Fair enough. But anyways, no, it's like the, pretty much the, the setting of Overwatch is the main thing I'll rip off because it's got a really cool setting. Each character has their own little technology. Of course, you could also talk about character archetypes too. And right, I'm sure it's that's got a lot of that. Else, but like, and there's also a lot of, I think the reason Blizzard is always consistently successful is because they have such likable characters. Like even in the multiplayer of StarCraft where there's not a campaign, each unit, when you click on it, has a different personality. Like the Marines like... Give me something to shoot. The fire red's like lighting up. To say nothing about the Blizzard Blizzard, like tradition of having silly quotes if you click on it. Right, right, exactly. But then the Zealot's like, my life for hire. Like, they all have personalities, even in multiplayer. So people grow to like each of them. And And they put a lot of time into it. I think that's what makes Blizzard such a successful company. Right. They they really put their heart into the game. Absolutely. They've been known to cancel games just outright if it's not meeting up to their standards. Like StarCraft Ghost. Which, you know, maybe that's something you should keep in mind, writers. It's also something else you might consider ripping off. But at the same time, do what they do as well. And they cancel some games, but they keep their ideas in other projects. Like StarCraft Ghost was a third-person shooter that they were going to do, and they kept delaying it over and over and over again until finally just gave up on it. But the main character of it, her name's Nova, and she's like a ghost... A ghost is in, like... It's like a special kind of um, unit. It's not an actual ghost. It's like a special kind of special ops agent in StarCraft. But 
Uh, she's in the canon. She's in StarCraft 2. She's in Heroes of the Storm. And she just recently got her own StarCraft 2 campaign called Nova Co- Covert Ops. Um, but anyway, so they, they kept ideas they liked from the thing they canceled. And similarly, they had a, an MMO plan, a massive multiplayer online RPG, called Titan. And it was going to be a really big thing. It was going to be their first new IP, and then they canceled it. But then out came Overwatch, and apparently it was later revealed that, tit- that the w- Titan was going to be Overwatch. Like, it was in that world. It had the same characters. Uh, like, Tracer was in it. But it was a different kind of genre. But they are like, hey, this works better as a first-person shooter. So, so the point of this, listeners is that if you have an idea and it's not working quite as well as you might like and you and you scrap it, that's no reason for you to not take some ideas. Like, another, another instance for my writing, personally, and sorry, I looked like you were going to speak, but um, what, back in the day, I wrote this fantasy trilogy and one of the main antagonists for it were these robots called the Zlur. And on this idea that I'm working on right now, I'm using them again. Not as the main villain, but just I like the idea of their design. I like the... They're basically robot scorpion bug things but with really high laser high bands laser tanks. AKA a ripoff of the Zerg. But like robots. <laughs> it's a mix between the Zerg and the Protoss. Oh, okay, even better. But black. Oh. Neither one of them are black. Because we're also racist. Yay. Literally Anyways. midnight black. <laughs> I didn't bring up the racism, other, you did. Uh, you're right. I, I played that card. Just like we did in Cards Against Humanity, right? Uh, that, that game actually had... Had a bunch of racism there. from both of us. <laughs> You're God, who knew we were right. such racists? Well, Cards Against Humanity brings out the most against humanity things in us. So. And I won, by the way. Anyway, the other point of this being that even if your source is not necessarily traditional media like books or something, if it's a good idea, use it. Why not? We'll talk a little bit more about video games, but hopefully it's okay for me to talk about what I'm thinking about ripping off this you week. Go now. ahead. You know, I mean, I'm just going to sit here and relax and oh, well, listen to you. you. I'm sure you're going to like to go here. On All show. right. Well, in, in listeners, you might realize that, you know, there were a couple of big Star Wars things in the recent in the recent past. What Star Wars? I've never heard of That's why I go on. <laughs> I'm not even going to give you the elevator pitch. You're just wasting our time. It's... But anyway, I went to watch Rogue One recently, and there was something I really liked about Rogue One's approach. And I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of people I've heard that were not fond of Force Awakens, and admittedly... I'm one of them, holding my hand up. Yeah. You can't see it, but I'm holding it right in front of the microphone. Yeah, which And you still you can't, can't see it, because that's not well. how microphones work. Exactly. But anyways, it's one of those things that The Force Awakens was very much a rehash of the plot with New Hope, it felt like. And so and a lot of to people be fair, didn't like that. And to be fair, it is. And to be fair, that was their intent. They wanted to get people back right. in with a very Star Wars-y Star Wars movie after, since people didn't really like the You know, this is, this is a brief tangent, but it's kind of like what they did with the fifth generation of Pokemon, where they created a you new are... game where everybody had to start over. There were none of sure. the other Pokemon available. I, I believe you. I've never played Pokemon. That's something you should... Well, we'll talk about I never had a Game Boy. Wait, no, I had a Game Boy. Anyways, I saw Rogue One, and they told a story that kind of captured the in the middle. Now, most of you savvy listeners out there probably realize that they kind of axed this massive, overbearing EU canon. And Expanded decided, universe, or extended universe. And they decided to basically say only the episodes and some of the stuff we've created since... Basically, it was acquired by Disney. Is actually canon and Star Wars Clone Wars, oddly. But then and basically, they Rogue One is one of the first entries into that time between stuff, other than like Marvel's comic efforts, to put other names and other characters into the Star Wars universe. And so, Rogue One, of course, the idea that it's telling a separate story to expand the universe around you. I, I really like that idea, especially for those larger epic type things. We are both big fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think mm-hmm. it's fair to say. And it's kind of the approach that they did, but in reverse. Obviously, they planted the seed and then built on it, as opposed right. to, oh, well, we have this existing structure, but now here's something to fill the gap. And I really like that idea. Well, here, um, the another example that isn't from Star Wars or Marvel. Um, so You mean not Disney? Nope, it's uh, Warner Brothers, if anything. <laughs> but not DC. Oh, okay. okay, so Lord of the Rings, it's owned, it's owned by New New Line did it, and now Warner Brothers owns New Line, so it kind of... Yeah. Oh, I guess it is Warner Brothers. I didn't know. Okay, that. anyways, uh, they had a game called Battle of the Middle Earth. It was like an RTS. Speaking of RTSs. Um, now, the first, wasn't first, Battle for Middle Earth, first Battle of the Middle Earth, it had a campaign. It was basically just a movie campaign. Uh, and the game itself was basically just all the stuff for the movies. But then for the second one, because um, there was a sequel because it was successful enough, they actually got the rights from the Tolkien estate 
to uh, use stuff that wasn't in the movies in the book. So the campaign for that was basically these side stories creating these side characters that weren't in the movies and they weren't, but they were in the books and they were like the thing that were happening at the same time as the main adventure with the Fellowship and Aragorn and sure. all the other and then Frodo and such. Like it was side stories that weren't in the movie, but you could play them in this campaign. That was kind of cool. It was to point it out though that that was in a video game, so it's in a different medium. I know, but it's just the doing the same thing. Filler, it's expanding. So. You're right, you're right. Even though it was like already... I mean, it's not really expanding because it was all in the books. Well, it's just right. retelling it in but a new it's, But it's putting it into a new medium. Right. But the reason the reason I talk about Star Wars is that it's in the same media that... It's in the same medium, rather, that the others were in. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the neat thing. I mean, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, obviously they have Marvel Comics to base on. And Marvel Comics kind of go everywhere because they've got this multiverse and like because it's unlike so movies unwieldy. they expe- they never expect you to have read all of them like well it's not really so possible you, i know so you, they have to make like them so you can just hop in you can just hop in whenever well each book has its own jumping off points for arcs and stuff mm-hmm. and like that and you know writers do a very good job of trying to tailor their stories to that but you know marvel cinematic universe has had a very linear very organized approach However, in this particular instance, it's the opposite of what I'm talking about because they kind of started from small and went too big. They built but up it's to still Avengers all in Phase 1. But and it's all connected. Except for the occasional Guardians of the Galaxy. But anyways, I think they should expand it more, though, personally. Like, it doesn't have to be so linear. Like, I think, just to throw it out there, I think they should do a Marvel Zombies movie. <laughs> it wouldn't work in the main canon. It would have to be an alternate universe because it involves all the different Avengers as zombies, basically. But the question becomes, do they then make it really like a Marvel Cinematic Universe title or is it simply a Marvel Studios it could, product? It could. I think it would be more of a Marvel Studios product. I mean, it would be the Marvel Cinematic Universe but it would be a side story. I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of it's kind of that thing where they like bring the, the comic publishing line and the and the pr- movie production line together because obviously Disney owns both Marvel Comics and like, well, Marvel Studios. But, you know, Star Wars as well. This corporate synergy idea where everything has this universe that's now being expanded upon. Right. And there will <laughs> undoubtedly, at some point in our future, be a Marvel Cinematic Universe Star Wars crossover. Or oh, maybe even further... God, maybe, me. Maybe even further in the future, and I know you'd like this, a Marvel DC movie crossover. That would be really cool. However, at some point in our lifetime, however, it's really we'll funny you're one. talking about Marvel Cinematic Star Wars crossover because if you look at uh, actual books, books, not comic books, there was a Star Trek Green Lantern crossover. I heard about that. And a Star Trek X Men crossover. I heard about that too. Time. Oh man, that's so just that means that fun that possibilities. Must, that must mean through their connection to Star Trek, that Green Lantern and X Men are in the same universe. Which <laughs> means that Marvel and DC have an in. Oh, there we go. And it's through Star Trek. <laughs> So that's what we're talking about ripping and off And apparently, if there's a Marvel Studios Star Wars crossover, that means that Star Trek and Star Wars are in the same universe. Lord help us all. Too many space The Trekkies us. and whatever the Star Wars fans call themselves will unite at last. The Warsies? I don't know. The Warsies. <laughs> the Trekkies and the Warsies. They once hated each other, but now they're united. The Warsies just sounds like some kind of mystical race and, gone and then they just go, And then once they're united, they go after, I don't know, Harry Potter fans. I just give it up. Well, The I Potties. Don't know. That doesn't I work. Don't know. No, that doesn't work. Oh my work. god, what did I was like, think? Uh, he the, has a potty mouth, obviously, but I think it's also we've like managed to clever. Oh man. I think we managed to cover everything that we're talking about ripping off so let's not waste any more time because you've all been waiting with bated breath for the first annual witty awards for the witties so here to start our well we're gonna start a little strange we're, we're gonna do like one of those fringe category things where you don't even know like all the nominees perhaps oh that's right but it's like whenever like that middle part of the oscars you're like best animated short like who cares people best don't even know what comes on yeah so, Best so here's no, wait, that's the MTV Awards. <laughs> oh, that's MTV. So anyway, this this is uh, something we we call it the new discovery from the Ritwick crew. But let's face it, it's probably decades old or so. decades, if not centuries. Your nominees: The Epic of Gilgamesh might be on there, which is one of the first works of fish, fiction. Is it ever? On there? <laughs> I might, I'm gonna put it on there. No, no. I know I, I can't because well, no, I can't. We already set the list. I've of read it. You can't do it. I've read it. You seriously it, read the Epic of Gilgamesh? But I read it in college, so it wasn't. Oh, okay. So you probably so like, barely, barely paid from attention this to it. Okay. Here, if you, if I might divert for a bit, just sure. just for like two minutes. All right. Okay. Um, for the Epic of Gilgamesh. All right. So the Epic of Gilgamesh is the oldest, one of the oldest. Actually, no, it's the oldest story we have. That's still alive. There's probably older stories, though. Fair. Here's the thing, though. There's at one point in the story where it's clear there have been other stories, and it references them almost like lampshading, like hanging a lampshade. 
And that's really funny. Because, like, at one point, uh, this seductress, who's, like, a goddess or a witch or something. Sure. Uh, I don't I've been a long time. She well, tries, to, she tries to seduce Gilgamesh. And then Gilgamesh is like, you know, this this, this, this is I've great. Seen this this is great, but I know this is going to end poorly. This always ends poorly. I've I'm, seen this I'm like, wow. It's, it's, it's referencing a trope. But it's, like, one of the oldest things ever. How... Well, I mean, cliches. There's a reason that nothing is but original I just, now. I just find it fascinating that there were cliches back then. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I mean, mythology and fireside tales. Well, and speaking of mythology, my first, my first pick for this one was called Hounded. It's the first book in this series called The Iron Druid Chronicles. It's about this guy from Celtic mythology who comes in the modern day. I've read the first book. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Uh, oddly. And there's, like, a lot of hints of other mythologies. Like, at one point, he mentions Thor's hammer. And it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to reading the rest. Nominee. Yes, Watchmen, the... the comic. Alan Moore's seminal work that changed how comics were viewed, changed how superheroes were considered, and I and it was something that I managed to discover this year. I, I mean, yeah, it's been out there for a while, but I managed to actually read the original graphic novel, so that's why it's on there. I like Nominee. it a lot. Wait, 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 no, I want to talk about Watchmen a little bit. <laughs> Fine. It's, uh, it's really cool because I've never read it, but it's very well respected. Like, Someone, either the New York Times or you should something, read it. Uh, you know, something. I don't know. There's this like list they did of like the hundred most influential, best influential works, works of the 20th century, yeah. of the most works of literature of the 20th century. And Watchmen was like 59 or something like it that. It was like 15 or something. But I don't think it was that high. But anyway. basically, it was the only comic book on there, and it was really high on the list, and that's really cool. You should read it. I might. Nominee: The Martian book. I mentioned it in our very first episode. Way back when. Like Way back when. Nine like months ago. Ten years ago. <laughs> nine months and ten years ago. Four score and nine months and ten years ago. <laughs> nominee. I mean, I already mentioned why I like The Martian last one, so okay. Alright, fine. New nominee. This is a completely different one. It's not about superheroes. It's not about... It's not about fantasy. It's not sci-fi. It's in the modern day. It's a sitcom. I'm not embarrassed. I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> New Girl is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really funny show, and I and my a lot of people don't like. I mean, at least from my can hear, a lot of people really don't like the new girl herself, Zoe Dachanel. I think she's hilarious. She's so quirky. I see. And I really like all the guys she's with. One of them is from Jurassic World. Well, I mean, he later went on to be in Jurassic World, I, and I, he's oh, still yeah. on New Girl. So yeah. he went. He was in Jurassic World interim. I, I see. Okay. okay. So that's my nominee. I really like it. Well, we've got we've got four nominees, but we, we, got we wanted more. to. We decided that we had to have at least five nominees for every category, unless we tell you otherwise. So this one also has a fifth nominee. It's it, this book I just discovered this it, year. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's so I, obscure. I, you know, it's a really really obscure tale. I mean, like it has a it has a, what is it like fifty nine books in there somewhere? I know in it's there. a huge series. It's a huge huge series. There's so many characters. There's, there's so many characters. And there's it's like, such, it covers such a long time, doesn't well, it? And there's like a pit of Lions, and then this guy Pit fights the lions, off. and somebody gets eaten by a whale. Someone gets and a haircut, an arc, and, and someone gets a haircut, and loses makes all their strength. strength. Yeah, and, and then, like that. and then, crazy yeah. enough, there's this guy. He dies, but, but he then comes he comes back. back. <gasps> Surreal. And then they also talks about the end times that we have yet to see, apparently, too. Uh, Nominee: The Bible. Oh man, I thought it was gonna be the Koran. The Koran. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna get so many. <laughs> Hate mail or all this other stuff. Uh, well, we already played the racism cards, so and now we're getting so many listeners are just too. holding up their middle finger at me right now. <laughs> all right, but anyway, so there are our nominees uh, for this category because obviously there are two of us. We're going to actually award a win for each of us, and well, well, we'll save some of the suspense. Donald's win for new discovery is I'm opening the envelope. <gasps> it's New Girl. It's I'm, I can't help it. It's really funny. <laughs> I, I like humor. I'm a, I like... He's a sucker for I humor. appreciate a good joke. I get it. At least from the fact that it's That's it's why I put up with funny. you. You're a good joke. Oh, okay. I appreciate the vote of confidence. <laughs> uh, okay. And the win for David is... Gotta open my envelope now. Watchmen, the comic. Let's let's be real. It was the only nominee that I actually talked about, so you should have figured out that that was the one I was going to say. And do. obviously, the, the, our both combo... Combo nominee is the um, combo win is the Bible. Yeah, and a combo I mean, win is the Bible. It's so good. You guys should read. I don't yeah, you really should read it. Okay, so we're moving on to our next category now, and that is uh, another like fringe category. But here's something that we we talked about this in planning for this episode. There's a the lot witties. of stuff we haven't read yet, or watched right. yet, or or played yet. You know, and, and some of these things are so egregious. Some of them are so bad. It's just like, 
we need to discover so we can rip them off in 2017. So for that category, here we go. Nominees. For the works we need to discover slash rip off in 2017. Nominee. The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. May he rest in peace. Nominee. Oh, we're just going to list them all in a row? Uh, yeah, for now. Okay. <laughs> I won't edit this out. It's funnier. Okay. <laughs> for me. All right, sorry. Go. Nominee. Rest of the Iron Druid Chronicles. Nominee. Rick Riordan in his huge library. Rick Riordan. Rick, <laughs> Rick, Rick R. and his library. <laughs> He did Percy Jackson and The Lightning Thief and the series of the Olympians. And he's also done, I believe, Atlantean and Egyptian stuff. And but recently Norse. We need my to, favorite. Uh, sure, sure. Because he's writing Norse stories. But anyway, you know, trying to, to you know, diversify the profile a little bit. I'll, I'll say this one, by the way. Nominee. DC movies and TV shows. I like The Flash. You should give it a watch. I I, I, pre- I probably would appreciate it, but I haven't gotten there it's yet. It's on Netflix. Well, you don't have Netflix. Yeah, well. You well, can borrow mine. We'll work on that. That's why I watch New Girl. Nominee. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And basically some of the other Marvel TV to shows. To be honest, like. I really want to see most of the Marvel shows, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. seems to be the one, since it you know was the first it, real adventure into TV, that's the one that I really when you really need to see. The consensus is that really fluctuates in quality. The first episode is pretty good, and then it gets kind of blah. And apparently this new season, I think it's season four? Three. Well, maybe it's four by now. It's really good, apparently. Ghost Rider's in it. Well, the thing that's interesting about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is, of course, that because it all is tied together, they have these major breaks. Like, obviously, with season two and season three, they had this mid-season drop-off so they could do the Agent Carter show. Right. And, like, Which is also canceled. the... Which rest in peace. Oh, Haley Atwell, I'm so sorry for you. And she... I'm well, not sorry for her at it, all. She's it was announced amazing. that it was canceled, like, a week after Civil War came out, which is a double whammy, but for reasons I won't get into spoilers. Well, <laughs> well, we have to do a spoiler tag if we're going to talk about that. But anyway, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know... The, Obviously, the plot of S.H.I.E.L.D. itself is affected by some of the happenings in the movies, like Winter Soldier. I won't tell you what happens, but, you know, you can figure it out if you'd like. Anyways. Anyway, other Marvel shows. I, I Personally, I would love to see the Netflix things. It's but... too dark for me. It's okay. too sad. It's too gritty. I go. I watch Marvel stuff to escape reality, not AKA, be reminded of its horribleness. A.K.A. he's still the inner child. I don't mind dark. I will but always that's okay. be the inner child. All right, here we go. Omni. All books in general. It shames me <laughs> as a writer, but I don't read much. <laughs> <laughs> Nominee. All movies. In general. It shames him as a screenwriter, but he doesn't watch movies. Not that I'm doing much with screenwriting. But <laughs> you haven't done any screenwriting. You know, to, Get to, on be there. Fair, to be fair, it's one of those things that people like, you've not seen this movie? Are you serious? You've got to be kidding me. When, we were in, when I was in college with him, I had to show him don't a huge them. list don't of classics. List. I won't bother listing there, but it All included right. Jurassic Park. It included Ghostbusters. It included... <laughs> Like she still hasn't seen Lord you of the Rings. You stopped listing them. I still need to show you Lord of the Rings. Stop listing them. But anyway, you know, I, I don't just, I just don't take the time to do these things, and I need to do it because there are lots of good things out there. But that I he has see. plenty of time to sit here and do this podcast. That's why I appreciate you, buddy. Well, I'm glad you appreciate the good joke. Anyway, our final nom, <laughs> our final nominee, classic rock. I don't listen to it. Neither do I. Is, is, but, but I'm a musician. You'd think I would know these I don't things. even know what's a rock song. Are the, did the Turtles, are those rock songs? Uh, well, I the Turtles are famous. Okay, fine. They're famous for the notes. one song. But anyway. By you for all my life. You're starting to make that come true. That's kind of scary. But anyway. Um, well, you yeah. are the one joke that I... <laughs> you are the one joke that keeps coming the back one... like a song. But Anyway. That wasn't a good joke joke. You don't know the song title that I was referencing, but some of our listeners are probably more sophisticated than they might get it. But anyway, classic rock, you know, there's so many bands like, oh yeah, I kind of know that chorus. I have no idea who sung the song. Uh, see, I don't know what's rock. Uh, see, <laughs> well, I mean, the genre kind out? of blurs. Does too. Taylor Swift do rock? No, now she does, but what? that's not classic rock. She used to be country, but she's now like didn't pop, she do pop rock then, singer, whatever? See, see, it's all the same to me. Like country right, has so more guitars. Anyways, anyways, the point being, <laughs> well, we've got a lot guitars. of things that we'd like to see a rip off in 2017. We'd love to hear suggestions about that, by the way. In, but anyway, the, are we going to award this one? I forgot if we were going to award this one. No, and also we're not going to give out the, the place to give our names for. 
That's right, because we still haven't done that yet. Next right. episode. <laughs> Keep on waiting. Just hold all your letters. Okay, but well, let's see my winner. Um, oh, you did. I, oh, you are giving a winner for the worst uh, we need to. I'm gonna do good old Ricky R's library. Ricky. <laughs> I've read part. I read <sighs> Percy Jackson in the Lightning. The Lightning Thief. That's not that's the, the first one. I know. But I've read Jackson that one. I haven't read any of the rest. I want to read the Norse stuff. And I love a good mythology, even if it's not Norse. Sure. And I would like to read the Egyptian stuff because I don't really know too much about Egyptian mythology. That's but. fair. I'm I'm torn between uh, Robert Jordan and Rick Riordan, honestly, because they, they both they're both kind of similar in my mind. But I think outside of books, since he did that, I'm going to go with my winner. I think I'm going to go with the DC movies and TV. Now, by DC movies, I also mean catching up on the rest of Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, because I still, still haven't seen, seen Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Rises. Rises. Again, you know, how in the world have you not seen Dark Knight Rises? Guess what? It I is know. entirely okay. A lot of people think that ends the trilogy with a whimper. Well, that's okay. I also need to see Batman vs. Superman and Suicide That is Squad also okay. But oh, by the way, which, speaking of which, that's a great segue into our next category, which is works will never rip off Ever from 2016, aka our least favorite work of the year. Do we need to talk more about this category, or should we just go with the nominees? Sure, let's just go with the nominees. All right, nominee: Batman v Superman. What a disappointment! I haven't seen it, so it's all Donald. It should, have, it should have made Avengers money. It had a big opening weekend, and then it dropped well, because I, people well, and, didn't and like it. What I do know, I'm not trying to deal with spoilers, but I heard that there are just too many pieces, too many set pieces. That is one of the problems. All right, one of the many, apparently. But anyway, <laughs> nominee, Suicide Squad. Because we've been paid by Marvel to bash DC. That's exactly. How, that's how it works. I'm, that they, they helped sponsor You should join us. Awards. The, 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 uh, the, uh, cap, the checks will come in quite nicely. <laughs> Let's see who I got here. Oh, wow, look at this. Look at all this money. All right. I hate anyways, this so much. I anyways, love you, Marvel. Neither of us have seen Suicide Squad, but, you it's know. It's just completionist. Well, right. it's well, it's a completionist thing, but more importantly, it's a villain-centric story, and I don't think either of us can write that. Well, guess. And also, I don't really watch movies that I think I'm going to dislike. If I go to, Whenever I see a movie I don't like, it's because I wanted to like it and end up being disappointed in it. Fair enough. But at least he so, sees movies. If I see a movie, I'm like, oh, that looks bad. I'm not going to watch it. Nominee. Ratchet and Clank movie. Even though you're the only one who's seen it and you thought it was pretty good. I, I really liked it, but let's face it. That's a very specific story, specific to that video game universe. And I'm not really writing Ratchet and Clank fanfiction that I'm taking. Well, I mean, sure, we love the Ratchet and Clank games because they have this crazy weaponry and this, and they have this cute little creature and, and these they have great voice pretty actors. funny humor. Yeah. And, and their humor is quite good. They're such a good joke. They're, I tell you what, their titles are amazing. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the movie itself was not bad, but it, I mean, it's so specific that you can't really rip it off without being obvious. So well, and also, no reason it bombs, to do that. So no, if you rip it off, you won't have a job. All right, fair enough. Anyway, nominee. This entire goddamn election year. You know what? I kind of agree with that. <laughs> we are so close to another civil war. Uh, well, if we hate the United States of America anymore, by united we mean everyone freaking hates each other. Everyone for himself? No. Anyway. Yeah, it's basically like that. It's just one... It's just... Oh, we should have reordered that because, crap, we have one more... Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Nominee. Hidden Figures. It's a great movie. It isn't even coming out worldwide <laughs> until 2017. That's how Oscar movies work. Oh my god, this is so dumb. It's If the Oscars can work like this, then the witties can work like this. Because we are just as esteemed. Sure. I mean, sure. Don't you we're, see sponsored, so we're sponsored by Marvel. I mean, look They're at, sponsored by DC and I mean, Marvel. Look at Batman v Superman walking away, up, up in, the, in the tux. I mean, he looks People are s- booing him off the red cart. Anyway. Um, He's brought Suicide Squad with him. T- I, oh, just gotta, nice. I just gotta throw this out there. I think that Hidden Figures looks like an amazing story. The reason why I put this... Non- it's based on a, what? An untold true story about the Right. It's based on these... It's about Apollo, these um, about black women. These African-American women who... Uh, race who, card. Uh, these African-American... You said black first. The African-American lady folk. <laughs> Who did a as lot of work? As PC as possible, Marvel. Keep paying did, us, please. Who did a lot of work on the Apollo program? My Apollo, I mean, Music God. Oh, Pick sure. whatever one you want. Sure. Uh, Roman or Greek? Anyway, what's the Roman version of Apollo? They're the same name. <laughs> really? For God's sake! It is. <laughs> hey, look at that joke. But anyway. All right. Oh, oh yeah, nice one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Anyways, the reason I don't want to rip it off though is because I'm never going to write anything like that. Yeah. It's a drama. 
It's it's well, a, I it's mean, an inspirational I like, I like the drama thing. But it's an inspirational historical story, and none of that is good for this me. Is, I like fantasy. I like you know this is kind of a this is kind of a litmus test for me as a writer because I really love getting into characters' heads, but keep in mind that I am the exact opposite demographic. I am male. I am white. No, I think it's so, for people like you because because. Those African American women and all the other all the other people who might who might be about we kind of they assume. get it like they lived it. It's we for kind of, us yeah. to see what they went through it because was, they were so hidden before. Let me just clarify. I only put that in there as a joke so we could have five. <laughs> well, we we needed to have five, but the biggest joke was the election year. But anyway, oh, we need was, to come up. You with are the, no <laughs> joke, You are the most serious. <laughs> Tear-jerking <laughs> drama ever compared to this election year. Compared it to is a figures. freaking joke. All right, are we? Are the we whole gonna world come is laughing. A, are we going to come up with a loser for this, Witty? It's the election year. Okay, the election year. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, sorry, I have to build it up. All right, sorry. Let's do our drum roll. And the least favorite work of the year, 2016, is. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. It can't be the election year because Trump just sent me a letter to be like, "No, I'm complaining about this on Twitter. That you can't complain about this. He can't shut us down. Let's go. All right, fine. Hey. I'm gonna put the Russian clank move just because it's gonna piss you off. <laughs> I should dump my water on your head. It was a good movie. But yeah, yeah it's kind of hard to rip off. I give it that. Okay. My least favorite work of the year. Well, the only one that makes sense is the election year. I'm sorry. It's uh, just... Trump will send you a tweet I, I will very say, quickly. I will say this. There are so many people asking me about who is going to win the election. Because obviously, listeners, you know, I'm not normally sitting in the same space as my co-host. He's normally here. in the far-off, magical far area of Japan. East. Anyway, you know, they were they were asking me, do you think he's going to be president? Oh, the world's going to go to you-know-where in a hand, hand basket. No so matter who wins. Like, that was what Well, no matter said. who wins, yeah. But anyway. So maybe there won't be a second annual Witties. Mm, well, this long rust runnings, esteemed work. We will, will do only our last best. A year. We will do our best to have a second witness. I think. I think Even if the nukes fun. go flying off and we're in a post-apocalyptic Mad Max wasteland, <laughs> we'll be right here in the ruins of my house. Okay, well, you might be in the ruins of your house. I may be stuck in Japan, but anyway. Oh, you know, if it's Mad Max, there's probably there's probably not an ocean. It's probably <laughs> melts away. You can, you can walk. Yeah, sure. It take like two months. Anyway. So that was, uh, we're moving on to the next category now, which is... Works other people need to discover slash rip off, a.k.a. Our underrated stuff up here. This is stuff that we recommend to you if you've never seen it before. And oddly, four of the nominees here were four of them on our worst <laughs> because we disagree on stuff. <laughs> because we're two people with different opinions. So, nominee Batman v Superman. Even though he hates it and I, I haven't even seen the movie. But apparently you want to defend it. <laughs> well, I want to defend it because, you know, it's one of those things where obviously they're trying to, DC's trying to get their shared universe off the ground. Uh, we have talked about this off screen a lot. We didn't have really mentioned it on the podcast because it's mostly about writing, right? But obviously this is more pop culture-y. Keep in mind that DC had a loaded hand against it. Right. They already had Avengers out by the time that they were talking about doing these plants. So what else are they going to do? Throw but, everything they've got at the wall and hope But it the sticks. problem is it didn't work because we didn't build up to it. Like, it's like if Marvel went from Iron Man directly into Civil War. Fair enough. But anyway, I, I mean, it's one of those things that I really think that with some decent execution, Batman v Superman could be a landmark thing. So, you know, watch it for yourself. I always Yes, that's true. Judge it for yourself. Make your own opinion. Whether and if the you don't like it. it's horrible or great, make your own opinion on and it. And if you don't like it, hey, you discovered it and you know not to rip it off. That would, that would be a very good thing to add. Nominee. Suicide Squad, even though neither of us have I've seen, seen it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you want to defend it. Well, I mean, I thought you wanted to defend this one because it's focused on the villains more. You know, it's kind of neat from that there's, perspective. There's one. Okay, I've seen parts of it. There's one thing that I will defend from it. Well, no, two things. One, there's a cool shot of a hand that flips over to form a ghost hand. It's a cool image. Anyways, it's one of those things for but me. But anyways, also it's, the other thing. All right, go ahead. Other thing. Even though there's a giant blue beam that goes up into the sky and creates an evil, <laughs> and it's going to destroy the world like every other movie lately, <laughs> it happens at the beginning of the movie, oh, and good. it stays up the whole time, as opposed to it happening just the climax. That's a little twist on that, so good job. And you know, 
it's always more interesting to get into the head of a villain because their motives are far more complex. Except, you know, they're not really villains. They're just heroes. They're kind of like anti-heroes who got in a bad situation. But anyway, you know, that's the reason I would suggest Suicide Squad. It's a very different outing from most of the superhero fare that we've seen lately. And again, neither of us have seen it, so maybe you'd watch it and be like, this is You know what, maybe I will say it's utter garbage. This is total rubbish. Who knows, maybe I would be able to change my vote on the witty... No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, another... Bonnie... The Ratchet and Clank movie. <laughs> Another thing that happened to be on Worst and this. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you like the game series, why not watch the movie? Because they do a very good job of reversioning the story behind what happened re-versioning. in the first game. Reversioning. Revisioning, whatever. Re. Well, it is a reversioning. But versioning isn't even a verb. Fine. Anyway. Version is a noun. Whatever. The point being that it's a it's a pretty nicely done story. Uh, for those of you who know the series well, it ties multiple villains in, not just the original yeah, villain like from it, the original game. Yeah, because it's like an adaptation of the first game, but then they incorporate a lot of stuff from the later. Are the right. Zoni in it? No. I thought I heard they'd be like a quick cameo of them, I guess. I missed there are, it if there was. Okay, there's this race in the later one called, uh, what are they called? The, they had the weird, the one like, oh. The Fongoids? Fongoids, yeah, they're and in they it. And they are in it. They yeah. are in it, yeah. I saw that they were in it, and they were only introduced they, later. Well, they're the basic civilians, which, you know, it's kind of a hodgepodge. They collect different pieces from different parts of the mythos, different parts of the games. But because it's such a rich, complex, complex hey, world. What, what no, can it's I not. Say, it's, just, it's, it's just a Saturday morning cartoon in video game form. Which well, is, it's, and that's it's, what it's in movie form, so... But anyway, I, I really enjoyed that movie. Anyway, moving on. Nominee. The one one we don't have in the worst, even though a lot of people think we should have... <laughs> This is mine, the Warcraft movie. No surprises there. I defend it. Go ahead. I liked it. I say this as a Warcraft fan. Here's the thing, though. If you're not a Warcraft fan, you will have no idea what the hell is going on. It's... And some people have said that even as Warcraft fans, they don't like it because they prefer a good movie to a good adaptation. Why am I defending this? Oh, I don't know. I liked it. That's why I'm defending. I think people should at least give it a watch. And like, yes, they probably could have made a more mainstream movie. Let's simplify. Put caveats on that. It's you should watch it if you've played Warcraft. Yes. (laughs) But so if you haven't, don't waste your time. Well, you know, if you have, if you haven't, and you're curious. I'm not stopping you. Well, it's one of those things that you're going to be sitting in the theater for like what, two and a half hours. Like, what the heck? Especially in the first 40 minutes, happen? because first 40 minutes is incredibly rushed. It goes to all these different locations. Once it gets a little bit in, it gets settled in a little bit. Also, the ending is terrible. Why all am right, I defending this enough. movie? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, here's why I'm defending. Okay, here. like I was gonna say, they could have simplified it, made it more mainstream, combined things. You know, sure. made it wouldn't have been a Warcraft movie though. It might have been a better movie. But it well, might it not have been, been a war. It would not movie. have been a Warcraft movie. It would have just been a craft movie, or just a war movie. It's just a generic fantasy war movie that people <laughs> that people are like. Oh, this is a rip of Lord of the Rings. Oh wait, they did it. We've anyway. already had so many of those. Okay, here's the thing I will defend about though, and this is not just for the movie itself. It's for the, the director and how our listeners should handle their writing if it gets bashed. So the director, Duncan Jones, he's a big Warcraft fan, and this is the movie he wanted to make. They put a lot of passion to it. It didn't do that great. I mean, sure. it bombed in the U.S., but did amazing in China. I think it made its budget back. Um, Must be the South Korean. Oh, sorry, China. You said. <laughs> I don't actually. I don't think it did that great in South Korea. If they ever did a StarCraft movie, oh, it'd be, that it'd would be blow the charts box. off. It, it'd break all box office records in South Korea. Anyways, but it didn't do too well. The critics hated it. But here's what Duncan Jones stood his ground. He didn't try and convince anyone to like. It. He's like, I made the movie I wanted to make. I'm, I'm, I'm glad there are people out there who really like it. I'm sorry if you didn't, but that's totally okay. Power to him. You know what? That's a superb approach. because, Like he said, mentioned... I'm happy with the movie I made. If you didn't like it, that's fine. We have mentioned it before on past episodes of The Ritwit that writing is not something you do to impress other people. It is something you do because you want to do it. If you love what you do... Why do you let anyone tell you your Right, wrong? exactly. So maybe that's why I recommend it. I mean, not just because of the movie itself, because of Duncan Jones, the director's reaction to... At least from more of, more of a usual wit, wit spin on it. That right. would be why. I th- so that's that's mainly the reason. And then... Final nominee. Hidden Figures. <laughs> because it's a hidden figure in the works of this year. And because it's good. <laughs> it didn't even come out into it. It came out on Christmas, okay? It, once it gets nominated for all the Oscars for 26, the 2016 movies, you can argue with them about it. I don't want It's wanna... only been out for one week of 2016, and they... That's in oh wide God. release. It was in a couple of theaters... 
on December, on Christmas of last year. That's how they work. Oh, I don't understand the Oscars. I've but explained. if we're going to mimic the Oscars, then we can do it too. So, that's why it's on here. Now, All right, we got with a, our nominees... Are we going to come up with an individual one? <laughs> We're so professional here, folks. All these are crap. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's works other people need to discover a ripoff. Okay, well. Uh, I'm going to stick to the Warcraft movie just purely because I think people should check it out. And I think the director is a good inspiration for writers. Do you agree? If not, we can just I, I like your I like your... Uh, reasoning, but I think I'm going to go with Suicide Squad because it's far more mainstream. More people are likely to see it, you know? Uh, even though I'm going to consent and do Suicide Squad because... Because why? <laughs> do Captain you have Boom- to justify Captain Boomerang it? is pretty funny. Captain Boomerang. Oh, he always loves Australian actors. Jai, Jai Courtney in the one role that people like from him. <laughs> well done. That's how you know the movie's great. Jai Courtney's the best part of it. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be Margot Robbie, but we'll well never mind. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Will we? Well, who knows? Who knows? We haven't really seen it. All so right, fine. Say. Now, after All a right. long and after grueling this ceremony, was, this was the hard part. We got through the worst part of the year, so we're on to our next category, which and by is the, be the final category, sort of. It's the one, the biggest esteemed one. It's been so long. Worst, There's been so real... many boring ones. <clears throat> Best animated short. Best kiss. <laughs> We're We're, now we'll on, rip off the most from 2016. AKA our favorites. You know, who cares about formalities and subjectivity? Best. Best work, work of, of the, the year. year. All right. Nominee. Civil War. Do we want to do a discussion? Then? We'll do it afterwards. Okay. We'll do all the nominees. Nominee. Civil War 2. <laughs> and so, was, so many two. And there's two people was, to say. It the comic. Yeah, the comic. Nominee. Rogue One. I haven't seen it. Nominee. Overwatch. I haven't played it. <laughs> Nominee. Deadpool. <laughs> so awesome it requires two people and probably a voiceover of Ryan Reynolds. Even though Civil War <laughs> Civil War 2 did two Civil War 2 did also apparently. <laughs> even though I haven't read it. <laughs> I haven't read it either. I just know what happens. Why are we why the hell is it in here? <laughs> because it's Civil War, dang it. <laughs> they try and anyway. We'll talk about each that other? when we talk about the nominees. Anyway, nominee. Doctor Strange. Ooh, ghosts. Wait, no, there's no ghosts in there. That wasn't... Whatever. There was astral anyway, form people. Nominee. Hamilton. Boop, boop, boop. I'm rapping even though it's colonial times. Boop, boop. I don't know any of the songs. <laughs> I put Neither in... do I, to be fair, but we had to put something that wasn't a movie or a video game And it's a very, it. it's a very cultural thing now. Or a comic. Okay, let's talk it's not a little a comic. more. Let's talk Hamilton more. is not a comic. No, I was saying other than a comic because we have Civil War no, II No, I know. I mean, it's only... All right, so we should discuss this. All right, so here's why Civil War Two is on there. Civil War Two was kind of you know a marketing push for Civil War in a way because you know corporate synergy being what it is, they wanted to put out a comic that would draw attention to the concept of heroes fighting heroes over this. Well, it's like what they, basically whatever, this philosophical. That's divide. why a lot of video game, a lot of movies, a lot of video games based off of movies that come out the same with the movies usually aren't very good because they try to rush it out. That's fair. At the same release date. Well, it wasn't so, exactly the same release date in Civil War. II I know, but like the thing is, they like to tie it all some in like together. delays and stuff. And you know how comic events can get, especially ones that are far-reaching, where you get tied into everything. Now, Marvel and DC, obviously the big two comic producers, they have a bit of trouble with wanting to relaunch every so often because like DC it just gets, canned New Fifty Two after they were going to they did that. DC Rebirth a couple months ago. You know, trying to get readers back in, trying to change things up. You know, as things aren't working, and it makes sense. Uh, Obviously, they're a business first. But, you know, sometimes they have to move on without the event being done. And so they've already produced their post-Civil War II comics when the main comic wasn't even finished. So we're like, okay, how do we even get here? Point being, though, that Civil War II is probably put out this year to capitalize on the hype from Civil War. And it had been ten years since the original Civil War comic came out. Now, I know the original Civil War comic wasn't really beloved. It was kind of mixed. Do you happen to know if the consensus for this is better like do people generally think it's better uh, considering that we still haven't seen the full ending of it yet I we don't know to say. Who, which one was going to die well we have Plot our twist, theories they're all going to die we have our theories but and anyway so that's why Civil War 2 is on there obviously Rogue One Donald hasn't seen it Overwatch it's probably I okay it. 
That one's amazing. Overwatch. But I it's can't. A first cor- person shooter. I can't corroborate. I'm not fond of FPSs. Anyway, also, your computer is crap. Well, that's beside the and point. And you don't have a PS4 or Xbox. Well, one. that's beside the point. But anyway, um, Hamilton's on here because again, we wanted to have something that wasn't you know mainstream and it's, media. And, it's the big and thing honestly, now. it is like the biggest musical that I can think of that came out this year. And that Tickets does appeal to me. Tickets are still sold out, and they will be. Well, Originally, it was a, until August of this year, but then after, like, no, I'm not gonna get political. Well, hey, basically, something political happened, and now. It made red people rally behind it. Hey, it's going to be a Broadway show. Which and means now it's gonna tickets be, are sold out until like September of next year or something. It's going to be interesting and good for them. I don't know any of the music. I know there's a fun rap section, which is what he was trying to allude to. I'm a to, Hamilton, man. I'm signing my thing on I the Declaration of Independence. thing on the day. Signing my name, my John Hancock. Oh, look, there's John Hancock over there. He's signing his name big so that way the guy can read it without In his glasses. In case you're boom, curious... Boom. Neither Civil War Two nor Hamilton will win. But without the, nah, that being said, do I'm we want to announce Civil War Two? You're gonna root for Civil War Two. Hey, we didn't II. explain the other two. Well, okay, which ones do we need to explain? Deadpool and Doctor Strange. Do we need really? Ex- okay, well, we didn't really explain Civil War as a movie either. We just we said explained Civil War it a little. It's a great movie. It should have been a mess. It wasn't. I'm I'm amazed it wasn't a mess considering how many characters they brought in. It was basically Avengers 2.5. However, I will say that my earlier opinions before watching the movie, I thought it was definitely not a cat film. The Russo brothers did a very good job of making it. It's very it a much cat a cat film. film. It just happens to include all the characters. How nice that we're now in an era where a Captain America <laughs> film can have Ant-Man and Vision and Iron Man and Spider-Man. Yeah, too bad about those dang Fantastic Four folk. But anyway. They'll uh, be here someday. <laughs> Speaking of Fantastic Four... Doctor Strange has um, this character. <laughs> what? We were talking about this. Doctor oh, Strange okay. has this character okay. named Dormammu in it, and we were watching this. Uh, uh, Mr. David over here was like, "Oh, wow! They, they really just took Galactus and they made basically him. copped Galactus because they don't, as of yet, have the rights yet. So they're like, hey, we got to have the our rights. own Galactus.' How no, about I, well, I don't think this was the made in that made in that image, but it certainly came off that way. Well, it's even better than Galactus. Instead of just just eating plants, it eats whole dimensions. Mm-hmm. Well, it's got more material. But anyway, it's one of those it's things. It's got more that, material. It's, just... it's one of those things that just looked so obvious to me. It's like, wow, I'm totally reminded of a villain they don't have access to. I didn't personally think it was their response to Galactus because they didn't have it. But Inhumans was definitely their response to not having X Men. They came out the same freaking time in the comics. It's not a response to anything. Bleh. Agree to disagree. Anyways, Deadpool because it's Deadpool. Deadpool is just amazing. I, I'm so glad that we finally got a legit Deadpool because who wanted to remember a Wade Wilson that had like you know drawings of surgery all and, over his and body the Merc with the mouth and not with even no being able to talk. The Merc with a mouth with no mouth. Just, they thought that was a brilliant idea. A well, bold I mean, new take. New, well, it was definitely a new take. I don't know about good. With laser eyes and teleportation. Those classic Deadpool powers. But that's X-Men Origins Wolverine. Obviously, we're talking about Deadpool the movie, which talks about... With lines like, right up Main Street. And that's a, such well-written material. I, well, I tell you what. It's, As, it's, okay. a rated R, it's a rated R superhero film. My favorite It'll line... It'll pave the way for, for later ones, too. My favorite line from it is when he's punching... This guy called Colossus, and he keeps holding up. He gets rid of both of his arms. Then, after holding his arms in, though they're useless now, he looks at him and says, "All the dinosaurs feared the T Rex." I mean, I'm biased. <laughs> I was about to say, listeners can't see your shirt, and, and Donald, do you want to describe the shirt you're wearing? Uh, let's see. <laughs> what am I wearing? Oh, that's right, the periodic table of dinosaurs. <laughs> Oddly and enough, this is why. my second favorite dinosaur shirt. I and have. you wonder why he liked the T-Rex joke. Anyways. I'm not, you know what? Maybe I should write a book about dinosaurs. Maybe you should write a book about dinosaurs. Maybe we should have dinosaurs. guns in it. No, that'd be ridiculous. I don't even want to go there. Okay, anyways, we have talked about all the nominees. So, do we want to do 3, 2, 1, or do you just want to go 1? Okay, let's do 3, 2, 1, and we'll just name whichever one we think will win, and we'll see if it'll... We'll see if it'll mix up. We'll, let's see. So we're listing one and go for the Yeah, we'll count three, two, one. If we happen to land the same one, it's the winner. Let's do it. Oh, this is going to be mess. Three, three two, two, one. Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Hey. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was a horrible There we go. Okay, anyway. Oh, look at that. They heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Uh, okay, well, you know. Okay, to be fair, I like Civil War more. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Spoiler, spoiler alert. We were kind of professional. We talked about a little bit about it beforehand. No, you're ruining the mystique. Fine, I'll ruin the mystique more. Like, logician it never reveals his secrets. But it, we're this not magicians. Same. We're just writers. And we should share our secrets to these people because they aren't as good as us and we want to make okay. them better. Anyway, I, I thought the Deadpool was the best thing that, of this of this list because here's a rated R superhero film that really worked and now you've got a template. Well, maybe not an exact one because Deadpool is a certain kind of right, character. Right, the reason why it was rated R, the, I mean, the reason why it worked because it was rated R is because the character of Deadpool is a rated R character. Sure. We shouldn't make a bunch of rated R superhero movies because Deadpool was successful. Deadpool worked because it sticked true to the source material of a character that everyone really liked and the R rating just happened to come from Correct, that. but look at the movie that's coming out this year about Old Man Lo- adapting Old Man Logan. See, that's Wolverine sh- should be an R-rated character too, I well, think. Well, exactly, and Lo- Old Man Logan, the comic... Is very grim and gritty, so that one makes sense. But if they decided, like, hey, let's make Superman, no, R. no, no. I'm oh, wait, they saying, did that. That be Superman saying, Ultimate Edition. I'm not saying that every superhero movie should be R because that's not the point. R rated Howard the Duck movie. Obviously, these characters are designed for children, but Deadpool is totally a rated R character, and so it's amazing. And Ryan Reynolds in that role was perfect. They actually let him be Wade Wilson this time. And he, people are like, oh, should they get? Should we, people? He get all the credit for the movie? Yes. He was the one who pushed it forward. He's the one who leaked the test footage. He's the one who put his heart and soul to make it. I tell you what, it right. wouldn't have been a movie without him. He, it would have been nothing. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. And thank you for standing up to the mean people at Fox. Like, the mean media the, at Fox. They could, they, they could never work. People would but never, to, let's people, let we, Donald have his chance talking about what his gold was, too. Because obviously you mentioned that you like Civil War better. I like Civil War, War better. Civil War's my gold. I just think it's a better movie. But... Uh, it's a better movie, but here's the thing: I expected it to be a good movie, and it was a good movie. I did not expect Deadpool to be as good as it was, so that's why I gave it. Fair enough. And right. I, and, and honestly, did, Civil War is my two. It was my, it was my silver. Play, my, silver no, my list. silver was Overwatch. And here we go with the eye rolls. Cheers, love. The cavalry's here. <laughs> Thanks, Tracer. Uh, love, diva. Anyways, is the this point easy being, mode? the point being, I, I couldn't possibly agree because obviously I have no experience playing One Overwatch. Shot. Here's the thing. I am sure it's a fantastic game for, especially for people who like Halo and stuff. It adds a lot more variety. Oh, let's break it down. Sorry, I'm just gonna do quotes. You're doing way too much of them. Die, die, die. If I die, can I finish this podcast with you? No. Then be quiet. I'm going to consume your soul. Anyways, because I, am I also wanted to point out my third place choice was Doctor Strange. I like Doctor Strange because here's a ticket to the Marvel mystical universe in Marvel Cinematic Universe. We really None haven't had any characters t- tap into the magic side. Thor, of kind of, but they said it was basically really Thor advanced technology is, that seemed like magic. Too. Thor explained it off as magic and uh, t- science and magic are the same thing in my world. I mean, that's all it was, and they just pass it off, you know. Well, it was, but it was to, it, here just... we finally have a character whose main source of power is mystical, which opens up a whole corner of the universe. You could possibly see Marvel zombies now that we have multiple dimensions that Dormammu eats, you know? Maybe don't, maybe that's how it ends. Dormammu just eats that dimension. Well, hey, that'd be a better ending than the actual comic, in my opinion. I don't but even anyway, know how the comic ends. I just like the idea. But Marvel zombies is just a novelty thing. It's just like a toy. It's like a jack-in-the-box. You roll it out. Oh, my gosh, it's surprising. And okay, put it back in the box. Right. You know, but anyway... The, my point of Doctor Strange is good because it allows us to access a new part of the Marvel catalog. And let's face it, Marvel's got its feet into like every possible arena in their shoot in their superhero shared I main think universe. I would not be surprised. Within ten years, we get a Squirrel Girl movie, like totally serious. I think they could make it work. They get a, they get this actress who is really funny, and then they they play it like sort of like the way they did Ant Man, except maybe not revealing why it's actually cool. But playing it like a comedy, I think they could do it. You know, I was. It would be sorry. This is ballsy. This is a quick tangent. Um, I I don't know if many of you are familiar with other comic publisher Valiant. They have this new. Uh, they have this new superhero who's a plus size girl. Her name is uh, Faith. By plus size, do you mean fat or do you mean? By plus size, I mean plus size. Anyway, I'm just making sure you don't mean. Do you mean fat on the belly or fat on the chest? Well, plus size is plus size everywhere. I mean, I guess it's both. Opinion. It's all fat. Wow. We are so sensitive on the Ritwit. I'm so sorry. I mean, look, boobs are fat. Point That's what being, they are. The reason, the reason why this came up is because I think that a perfect casting choice for that will be Rebel Wilson, who, of course, you know, played, uh, what was what was the fat, fat Amy in Pitch Perfect? 
I've she never seen such, Pitch Perfect. She has such an attitude about her. And she it's knows no new she's girl. Big and, no, it's not. It's no new girl. <laughs> it's a music movie, and I, I really like it. But anyway, um, there's you know, a lot one of those things. But I was thinking about what what about Rebel Wilson being Squirrel Girl? But then I realized that they do distinctly draw Squirrel Girl as a fairly petite girl again. So How about Amy really Schumer? Work. No, she's kind Amy of... Amy Schumer is not really petite. Plus, she's probably a little bit too old. How about Sorry, the girl playing Negasonic Teenage Warhead in Deadpool? Nah, I don't know if you can really cast her in a Marvel Cinematic Universe if things mm. with Fox might start, you know, turning around and start collaborating more mm. with Marvel. Because here's the here's the other part. Now that Sony is going to, going to try what Spider-Man see how that works... You can bet that if it does, that Fox is going to want in on that. Right, right, exactly. They're probably... So then they might use Negasonic again, which means she couldn't possibly be another character. Did you know that um, when writing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, James Gunn, he always wrote it with Ego the Living Planet in mind, which is just going to be in the movie. But then he later found out they actually don't have the rights to Ego the Living Planet. Uh, Fox had them. But so they did a trade so that... They got so James Gunn got Evil Living Planet and Fox got Negasonic Teenage Warhead because they actually didn't have the rights to that either. What a strange little coincidence, I guess. But so they got made to work out a trade. So my so my bronze was Doctor Strange and Donald, your bronze was not Doctor Strange, <laughs> Deadpool. Even though Thank I really like Doctor Strange, I'm sure it was his fourth. All right, well, let's get this going. We gotta keep going. We got a couple of just fun categories now. These are our fringe categories, and the first one is. Best running joke. Like you. Wait, no. You said I was a good joke. You're you're also sitting down. You're not running. Go out there and run, you joke. Oh, thanks. Anyways, so when we... Okay. Nominee. He's got a point. Okay, we need to explain this. We have to explain all of these. We were watching Civil War, thanks to Donald, he showed me Civil War, and it seemed like every time somebody was raising an argument about why they were fighting, I one of us would inevitably say, oh, wow, he's got a point. And so it just kind of became the thing. Until finally, by the end of the movie, everybody's got a point! And then, like, I, I said something, you you explained it, and I'm like, you've got a point! That was really fun. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so, nominee. Best rip-off, or we're ripping off, or what are we planning on ripping off, aka the ripping off joke. I mean, we use it on this podcast all the time. It had to be on here. Let's be real. I think it's funny. Male uh, people probably think it's whatever. Okay. okay, next nominee. All secret bases are rigged to explode the same way! Explain. I don't get it. <laughs> okay. How's this a running joke? So... I with another with another offline friend. I talk about uh, we we watch some shows together, and it seems like a common gimmick is that there's a space that no one else can find, and they have all this special technical equipment. Now here's what will inevitably happen: the hero will go in. They will press one button on a very specific panel localized to that area, and the entire base blows up. Was this Star Wars? No, it was not Star Wars. Was it? Phineas but we and said, Ferb. No, it was not Phineas and Ferb. Was it Phineas and Ferb show. Star Wars? I don't watch there Phineas was and a... Ferb. Anyways, it's a good show. I, I know it is, but I don't watch it. I would add it to my things of discovered, but I discovered it two years ago. <laughs> I was going to say, we can't we can't do any like retroactive crap. Anyways, we it was so common in one show that we watched together. We mar- we marathoned the end of it. We actually said it like multiple times in multiple the same times. day. It sounds like a great show. In the same show, no less. It was it's really cool. sounds like a fine piece of it. I'm sure it won all the Emmys. All right. But not quite as good as the Woodies, though. Okay. It's the final blank. Okay. Blank? At work. <laughs> so I work at this coffee shop, right? I won't say which one because who cares? And also probably personal reasons. It's the final countdown. Every time we have one thing left, like one bagel, one piece of bread, one pastry, and like we, 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 get, we have one left... If someone tells me that we only have it's one left. It's the final bagel. But a bear bangles. Is that rock? You know what? I think it is. There's my classic rock. All right. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So the winner is. He's got a point. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> it's the only one that we, both of us mutually had, other than ripping off. All right, which finally, is kind of the tagline for the show. The most important category of all. The most. It, this is this is more important than best kiss. So pay attention. It's folks. the one. It, it's the, the very one we end. had to think about the longest. It is fittingly the end of this episode, and by end I mean rear end. Best butt. <laughs> Boom. I'm sorry. I really, I just thought it was funny. (laughs) 
the the pun was not, but the the, the comedy of the you category. are a joke, and the, you're, this is the butt of the joke. Ah, I see. But butts. We're, we're going to talk about some better butts, though. Nominee. Okay. Scarlett Johansson. From Civil War. Although okay. actually... Okay, well, let's be Her real. butt it's wasn't on legacy. full display in this it's, one. It's a legacy nod. It's for actually for Avengers. Because... Not Jungle Book. Oh. She did play a snake in that, which has a long tail. It's kind of a butt. It's kind of a... It's not a... Oh, whatever. Anyway. Well, I'm just saying it's not Jungle Book, so don't worry about it. It's okay, Civil it's War, not Jungle Book. Except it's actually Avengers. <laughs> sure. It's, it's, we, we said Civil War, but you hardly see her butt in Civil War. But anyway... Nominee. The clear winner, Widowmaker from Overwatch. What? We aren't even reading all the nominees and you said yes, clear no winner. Yes, no need to read the rest. Oh, really? Have you seen her butt? Barely. I don't play Overwatch. Need it's I remind shame you? It's, let me just say, it's a shame it's a first-person shooter, not a third-person shooter. <laughs> oh, are you suggesting that everybody would pick Widowmaker just so they could watch the I guess the that's walk? why everyone would pick Widowmaker. But then the games would never resolve because nobody would actually come out of hiding since they're Hence all snipers. Hence why it's a first-person shooter. It's a worthy sacrifice. You're all snipers. But anyway. Nominee. We can't be too sexist here. We gotta be gender neutral. Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool. Guys, you can't tell me you didn't look at that glorious half-naked shot when he was right before his cancer attack. Really? Come and also, on. he was... He even said, you're wondering how we get managed to squeeze this, this ass, ass into tight red spandex. And then we get a clo- good close-up shot. Oh, yeah. I can just grab those cheeks. I'm totally straight, by the way. Yeah, so Although, am I. A lot of people thought I was gay in college. Oh, I've no gotten, I've gotten that, too. Really? Well, mostly from music camps and stuff. But anyway... Nominee Margot Robbie from Suicide Squad. Even though we've but never seen it. more from the Suicide Squad trailers because we haven't seen the movie. We did see it in the trailer, but there's one the shot that they show in every trailer, in every TV shot. They try and get where, the sexiest because shot of, they can. Where she know? bends over, find the prettiest girl, and shoot a and shoot a shot. I'm from sure she's her. a well-developed character with a clear backstory and a clear okay, persona. No, no, no. There are two. There are two money shots because they want guys' eyes. They'll either do the shot from behind or they'll do the shot where she's bending over from the front. Where if I miss this one? I got hold on, I gotta go Google the no, 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 no. I don't really care, honestly. I'm not suggesting that it was both, because obviously they don't want to be that. Was, I'm sure she's a well developed character, but she has a butt, so who cares? I'm sure she has a well developed butt. <laughs> we lost another half of our audience at this point. So let's let's go back to the male stuff. Nominee. Chris Evans, but let me clarify, not his butt. It's his, not his butt, it's his biceps. It's his biceps, that's shot. You, did you see the thing in Civil War where he, like, sold by himself, pulled the helicopter, the helicopter back in? flexes it, whoo. Good lord. Oh, I, I would turn gay for that. That was I amazing. was turning gay for that. <laughs> for those brief seconds, I'm like, I want, ah, I I want, want you, you, Captain America. <laughs> Come to me, give me a hug with those massive biceps. <laughs> Crush me. I just want to kiss them. Oh my goodness! Oh, I just oh. you cannot see how red I am turning right now. This yes. is hilarious. Oh. He had such. I mean, his butt's probably okay. It's a little bit. It's a little bit scrawny. When he has those biceps, do you? It's got to be balanced butt? somehow. <laughs> He's got giant feet to make up for. <laughs> I don't know. He probably. <laughs> He's probably right, like we, a kangaroo <laughs> under Because this boot. is the most important category, our final category for this year's witties. We also have. Nominee Chris Hemsworth from everyone's favorite movie this year that didn't get all the rage. And you know what? I don't know why we didn't put this in underrated. <laughs> because sure. it's not good. <laughs> I liked it. The Bible. No, I'm just kidding. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> no, Chris no. Hemsworth Ghost from Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ghostbusters. You know, I, I mean, I really, to, to throw this out, is there, if anyone's seen the Ghostbusters movie, he comes in as this bumbling secretary because obviously all the genders are flipped, so the secretary's male. And the Buster's female. female. But, you know, I really like what they do with his character. I don't want to spoil I it for do you like in case Chris you Hemsworth. go see the, see the He movie. has excellent comedic timing. Yeah, like, he's, he's a pretty good actor. And he's quite a hunk. Well, he, he's got that. I, I mean, mean, there's a reason that both of these... I mean, it's a reason that, like, four of these characters are all in Marvel, Marvel characters. Chris, Chris Evans had that one shirtless scene when he first came out. But, well, Chris Hemsworth has one in every movie. And there's a reason for that. But anyway... Those pecs. Those pecs. Oh, I just, wanna, just, I just wanna hug I, them. He didn't make his pecs dance. That would have been that would have been like jaw dropping. But anyway, oh, man, just. Whoop, but his character. Whoop, but his character. Whoop, whoop, there's a point in time in the Ghostbusters movie where he's leading a dance and like everybody is dancing along, 
And it's just amazing. Like, you don't actually see his butt, but he shakes it real nice. So that's why he had to make the list. I'm sure... I'm sure there are a lot of girls who are like, oh, Chris Evans. They reacted almost as bad as much as I did with Chris Evans in that helicopter scene. <laughs> uh, and he almost went gay for that. But anyway. I might start to turn gay a little bit now. All right. Thinking about so, it. so we've... Oh, how do we want to do this? We got mine is obviously and yours, yours is uh, yours is obvious because Widowmaker. you said the obvious winner before we even read half the nominees. To be honest, to be fair, we should just end it there. And no, that's, that's not fair because that doesn't give me a choice. I'm okay, not going to choose Widowmaker. I don't. What's know your choice? My choice would be ScarJo. However, for for Ka, obviously for Ka the Snake. No, not for Ka. Be real. For Avengers, that didn't come out this year. But it was Civil War she was in, uh, and she was just fine in that. But anyway, there was never a butt shot. There wasn't a butt shot. It was disappointing. It was just it was just boring stuff like her character still and her Scar-Jo. dialogue Let's and her real. compelling art. However, who cares about that? I'm a butt. However, <laughs> our original plan was if we couldn't come to a consensus, we'd have to do a runoff, and we just decided beforehand we there's no way we could like yield. As much as I would like to be Chris Evans, it's not his butt. <laughs> it's his biceps. Well, it's his biceps, and so we can't really have him as a butt, and I wouldn't have really agreed with it anyway because of the butt thing, but, you know... Uh, technicalities. Yeah, technicalities. I still love you, Chris Evans. It's it's my specialty. Please They're still great. marry me. Apparently, you have to be enfolded in those enormous biceps and be crunched like a freaking nut, like a nutcrack. I don't know. Oh, anyway. It'd be great. I'm sure yeah, you enjoy the way it. I wanna, that's the way I, I want to die. Hugs too hard by Chris Evans. <laughs> Anyways, because neither of us could come to a consensus, our overall it's Widowmaker. Best it's Widowmaker. Butt, it's not Widowmaker. No, you gotta shout your choice too. It's, it's Widowmaker. ScarJo. Widowmaker. On. It is Scarlett Johansson. That butt is so good that he, she's called Widowmaker because any man who sees it has a heart attack and dies. ScarJo birthed a meme because of her ass, dude. Widowmaker's birthed several memes. <laughs> There was a glitch in <laughs> Overwatch where, at the beginning, this was an accident. No, she sorry, activated her visor accident. as her ultimate, and then her butt would get bigger. <laughs> the developers had to have put that in. Had to have put that in as a joke. But I. Oh, it, but there's a cannot, gift for it. You cannot convince me that it's Widowmaker. Because here's the thing. Widowmaker is the only computer-generated image on this list. Are you saying anime butts aren't real? I'm saying that I mean, animated they aren't butts aren't weighed as heavily in my mind. But they I can be sculpted. Be they can be sculpted perfectly to the point where no real butts could compare. Realize, listeners, that this kind of argument is why we couldn't really decide on a winner. And also, we've been on best butts for like ten minutes. So, the longest category we had before this was the best best one of the year, Ugh. something like that. Okay, so, fine. Let's give it a award. Okay, we're gonna say it on we're gonna say it on three. And until well, open we the envelope here. One drum roll, please. I don't know. Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Only because he swings his butt around. He actually uses his butt, which is amazing. I'm sure if we saw it from behind, it'd be great. You know what? I wouldn't doubt that. But uh, being behind him in that moment in time would mean I'm actually, you know, an actor. Or you'd, I be, wouldn't no, be, you'd here be just the guy on backstage. Because he's on the, the stage. Witties. Well, let's just say the set piece doesn't allow for that to be backstage. Anyways. Uh, you don't have a shot of him looking out to the crowd. And you see the crowd and you see him from behind. And he's just like swinging it. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Point being, we spent way too much time on Best Butt because it's obviously the most important, witty award we can hand if out. If it was Chris Hemsworth's butt in this movie with Chris Evans' arms, I would be so gay. It would be permanent. <laughs> you wouldn't even come back for Widowmaker, huh? Oh, that brings me right back, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I might See? become bisexual. <laughs> See, there's the rub. Because, as we all know, it's totally a choice. It's totally a <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think we can't possibly devolve any further than we have already. We've lost. We've lost all of our audience at this point. So why we've are we lost our women audience? We've lost our Republican audience. We've lost our re- religious audience. We've lost our the, gay audience. We've lost our black audience. We lost our bisexual audience. We've Looks like our, it's just us. Well, I think that's a safe way to say that we managed to finish the witty awards. Let's see how fast we can offend everyone next year. Hey, Matt, you suck. There, it worked. I offended you. Thanks, Donald. Get Thank out of you here. Like, so much. Like, get out there like the joke you are. I don't think we need to do any final thoughts for this episode because this is already going to be pretty long. Here, I've got one last joke. Where can people find us? 
To be continued! (laughs) I'm Matt Donald. I'm Matt David. And thanks for listening to the first annual Witty Awards. We'll see you back in 2017 with some more Rit Wit. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Alright, so long all. Have a good one. From the Witty Awards, I'm Matt David. And I'm Matt Donald. And have a good evening. P.S. Widowmaker has the best butt. No, it's obviously Scarlet.